one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello, welcome to The Chaser Report. I'm Dom Knight, and in an upgrade from Charles Firth, we have Sammy Shah back on the podcast. Hello, Sammy, how are you? Hello, how are you doing? What did you guys do with Charles this time? Look, someone had to be sacrificed to the Qatari authorities um, for another stadium. They had a last-minute problem with the stadium. They needed a blood sacrifice. Charles was the clearest choice. Uh, Fair enough. I mean, for the good of Qatar. Yeah, I mean, you think by now with all the blood sacrifices they've done on of South Asian migrant workers, they would have had enough. But clearly, <laughs> they needed one white guy. I think that was what it came down to. They had like five thousand brown yeah. guys, but the one white guy's blood that really takes it over the top. I mean, did they need it or did they just want it? It's so hard to tell with like Qatar it runs is. their country. I mean, did they need the World Cup? No. Did they need? No. To build six air-conditioned stadia or whatever it is in a country that you probably only would need at most one, if not half a stadium for them. You know no, how always... They wanted it. You know when you think of football, you always think of the petrol-rich nation of Qatar. Like that is that is exactly yes. who first comes to mind always when you think of the great footballing nations of the world. Um, but also I do wonder when it comes to blood sacrifices... Does the race and mm. ethnicity of the person matter? Like, think about it. if you're like if you're making a blood sacrifice to like a an elder god, like Cthulhu, for example, a, a Lovecraftian demon. Yeah, <laughs> will it matter? Would this my blood or Charles's? You know, well, that's such a good question because I mean, in the propaganda that my daughter is given by preschool, by some of the picture books she has. We're all the same on the inside, right? What's that on the outside? But we're all the yes. same on the inside. Clearly, that's not true um, because our insides, if we're a migrant worker in Qatar, are worth objectively less than anyone else's. And the fact that we may have been killed and how our insides, you know, buried, yeah, does not stop anyone else from going and enjoying a, t- a tournament of football. So I think, I think Charles is probably worth very little on the open market, but I think that's been proven by a range of ch- chaser merchandise. <laughs> but yes, I mean... It is a problem. This is something we knew about for many years. It's mm-hmm. been discussed since the start of this thing that the way that they make people work in the sweltering heat, they get heat exhaustion and they die. They keep their passports so that they can't um, escape from this yep. absolute literal hell. But on the other side, there's a World Cup and people play soccer. And I just think, you know what? Um, it's so hard to morally weigh up those two objectives, Sammy. I mean, which side would you come which down side? on? Right, I just exactly. don't know. So okay, here's the question: Are you a are you a football slash soccer fan? Do you watch it at all? Because I ask this because I'm boycotting it, but also it's easy for me to boycott something I wouldn't watch anyway. I am a fan, and um, I the thing I'm boycotting is going there. I really wanted to go to this one, and I had a moment where I was just like, should I should I just like you know. 
I mean, part of the reason I'm boycotting it is because I, I can't afford it. Let's be clear. Right. It's not course. this noble thing. But it also, there was a moment there where I was just like, oh, I looked at the Guitar OS packages. It wasn't that expensive. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, a couple of grand. I get to see lots of games. What is there to do in Qatar when you're not watching football? Turns out very little. Yeah. Um, Largely getting arrested for wearing so, T-shirts is the, is the other part. Yes, yeah, that's, that's yeah. certainly the national sport. Yeah, getting arrested for wearing T-shirts and drinking zero alcohol beer is mm-hmm. the other national mm-hmm. sport. But no, so I do care. I do care a lot. I went to the World Cup in Germany, which was a little bit the opposite. There was you had to drink beer at that one. Um, okay, it was, yep. you know, you managed to got out of the yeah. airport and yeah, a giant beer stone got pressed into your hands. Very awkward for for Muslim visitors. Yeah, so I do care. I I, I love the World Cup. It's one of my favourite things, which is why I'm so okay. fucked off with FIFA for ruining it so comprehensively. I mean. We know that they're an evil, scum-sucking organisation. We know that right. they're basically like a sporting version of a terror cell or something. But how could they have fucked it up this monumentally to the point where, you know, the Qataris, even the Qataris aren't even enjoying the World Cup that they bought because everybody keeps criticising them. People keep mentioning their human rights record. And the fact that they keep getting up and going... Um, but, but it's fine, everyone's welcome. No one believes them, Sammy. It's Can you well, imagine how sad it would be if you spent $150 billion or whatever it was on sports washing and it didn't even wash you clean? Well, that's that's just it, right? So I've I've completely boycotted it, like completely and utterly. And, and uh, hmm. it is admittedly easy for me to boycott it. Like I said, I don't give a shit about sports. I definitely don't give a shit about football. Um, if, for example, it turns out that the Marvel Cinematic Universe was built on the backs of 5,000 South Asian workers who all died, you know, you know, build, making the next Thor movie, I might have different conflicted feelings and I might be more traumatized hmm. by my decision to boycott. I'm not right now. Um, but at the same time, and I have in the past very blatantly and obviously said many times, you choose the boycotts that you can subscribe to. I mean, yes, I remember when the mm. whole Sydney uh, festival debate happened, uh, uh, a lot of people, a lot of artists who criticized for not boycotting it. I at the time had said very vocally, I think you can't judge people for what they do and don't boycott. But here I am personally now judging people for not boycotting the the Qatar thing. And I think for me, it's basically a couple of things. One is, these are my people who die, right? It's South Asians. We are yes. Indians, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis. We are the labor class of the world right now. Most of the Middle East, or I mean, large chunks of Europe, you know, here in Australia as well, we're the unseen labor class. Your, your Uber drivers, your, your healthcare workers, your construction workers everywhere, um, tend to be people from my background. And no one really cares about our living conditions, our working conditions, things like that, particularly in the Middle East. Uh, so that's part of it. Yes. The other part for me is uh, I I think uh, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates are fucking shitholes and everyone who lives there is absolutely worthless. I do think all, you know, I think I can quite categorically say I'm vehemently racist against everyone of a Qatari background um, because of right, their okay. so male how, contributions. How do you compare it with Queensland? Do you hate them more or less than Queensland? Sammy? Here's what I'll say. I will say that in the time that I have, you know, been ranting about Queensland, many Queenslanders have approached me and said they agree. And I find that that level of self-reflection in the Queenslanders, something I didn't know they were capable of. You know, I thought Queenslanders were mm. a lot like, um, for example, dogs. You know, if you put a mirror in front of a dog, <laughs> a, a mirror, uh, the dog thinks that that's another dog. I thought Queenslanders were similar. Right. If you put a mirror in front of a Queenslander, they think that's another Queenslander. They, uh, that kind of object permanence was beyond them. I have been wrong about that. 
it turns out some of them are actually human beings um and i'm willing to you know accept that i was wrong on that however i refuse to accept that i'm wrong about about uh, qataris fuck those guys is what i will say now i think that's where my hatred is now what happens directed. if you put a mirror in front of a qatari um, experiment with a Sorry. the mirror will have to be put there by 5000 laborers because the qatari ain't fucking lifting anything um at least 3000 laborers will die because the qatari will ins- insist the mirror being put outside in like 45 degree heat at like the middle of the afternoon and then the qatari will come look at the mirror say reflections are against their cultural values and have the reflection arrested um, you know, so that's largely how that would go. I think is the answer to your rhetorical I imagine. Question. Also, strangely, the mirror would be air conditioned in a completely unnecessary move. In a yes. way to fuck you to the climate, which is um quite a strange business. I mean, one have of the things that there? Qatar has done, I have. You've been, been to, to Doha really? Airport, okay? I've okay, been yeah, Doha, to Airport. Doha yes. Airport. Um, look. We went, we, uh, my, we, my wife and I, we got married. We looked for the cheapest way to get a kind of weird um, fare that went to a whole bunch of places at once. And um, we went through Doha Airport, which is absolutely massive uh, mm. to a completely pointless degree, about three or four times. And at, at no time did it occur to us that it would be a good idea to leave the airport. And I really admire yes. what we did with that. We didn't really know the stance we were taking, that we were joining your boycott against Qatar. Um, but it, <laughs> inadvertent boycotts are the gathered, best kind. You know how Dubai is an absolute like fantasy land playground of ridiculous ideas. Like there's a reclaimed series of islands off the coast in the shape of the world because fuck knows why. Um, right. There's Dubai the is what happens when you let architects have too much cocaine and 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 no and no restraints on their imagination or their ability to convince stupid Arabs into building shit. Yes. It is honestly, uh, Dubai is like what would happen if Donald Trump actually was a billionaire and had unlimited money. Yeah. I mean, the the (laughs) stupidity that they have there is quite extraordinary. Um, But you know what? I've always thought Dubai is a little bit ridiculous, but it's a fuckload better than going to Qatar. Apparently there's just nothing to do there whatsoever. One of the things they put the World Cup on, but neglected to actually ponder the notion of having anything for tourists to do. So, yeah, they've got a few concerts and stuff like that. But actually going from what I hear and exploring Doha and just trying to figure out, you know, a great way to embrace the culture, people are like, yeah, no. No, what I'm is the culture? The to read till the Everyone next game. keeps saying that. Even the, the even the Qataris are like, oh, well, we have our own culture. What is the culture? Other than making slaves build everything, what exactly is the cultural high point? Have you heard Qatari music? You know, that big Qatari musician rock band Dash, or that famous Qatari movie, or that, you know, that incredible Qatari book? No. Their whole fucking culture is being rich. That's it. That's not a culture. Well, you're, I mean, you're allowed to say that. Uh, <laughs> if I say that as, as a white person, I'll yeah. come across as, as racist. And I no, no, I, I think, I think definitely that's the one massive... brown privilege I have. It's shitting on other brown people. And, and, and I admire you for it. And in some respects, I'm jealous of that, but I can't <laughs> say that. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hold up. 
The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. Let's go to visitqatar.com, mm-hmm. Sammy. All right, let's see do what that. things let's there go, are to do. A visit is a sport for choice, you'll be glad to know. Okay. With a range of attractions from museums and galleries, markets, sports, desert safaris, or the spe- spectacular inland sea, or UNESCO listed Al Zubara uh, Fort, there's a thriving arts and culture scene, you'll be, gle- you'll be pleased to know. Hang on. Thriving. So, okay, let's start, let's start first with the, uh, with the desert safari. Because there's nothing you want to see on a safari more than sand. <laughs> there's nothing more varied in the landscape than sand. That thing that just stretches for miles in every direction with no discernible difference that you can get lost in because every lands every landmark looks identical to every other landmark, which is sand dunes. So that's the safari part. Okay, go on. But also, you know what a saf- safari is famous for, don't you? Yes, sand. <laughs> you go on a safari to see animals mm-hmm. in a in a sand safari you're just going well of course no animals live here because it's incredibly boring it's just sand dunes endlessly looking at this here um oh, there is one uh, thing very high on the list of things to do i'm in the kind of attractions and uh, adventure and sports item number five i think you'll like this sammy i think this will change your mind okay go for it go for it they have angry birds world oh it's the first theme park based on the game Angry Birds. You know how people, like my daughter right now, you know, she really wants to one day go to Florida to see Disneyland. Uh, she maybe wants to go to England to see a Harry Potter world. Uh, I'm going to take her instead to Doha and show her Angry Birds world. <laughs> and then Birds see how long it takes her to plot my murder in my sleep. I'm just looking at this now because, I mean, I enjoyed the game Angry Birds. Did you enjoy it enough to go to a world of, life of me. <laughs> a world of... I also, cannot imagine... What do you do? Do you fling actual birds at actual pigs with the catapult? Is it an animal abuse festival? Is the other pigs allowed, given that Qatar is a Sunni Muslim country? That's a good point. Right? That's a very good point. How is Angry Birds halalified? Is the real question. That's a very good question. Uh, our breathtaking array of themed rides will have you spinning, twisting, flying and moving with laughs and screams along the way. It doesn't sound as though there's any catapulting of things at pigs. There's live shows with the actual characters from Angry Birds who are famous for not speaking. Mm-hmm. This is bizarre. <laughs> Couldn't they get a, a license of anything half decent? Yeah, th- that, you know what the Angry Birds world is testament to? It is that it is testament to the Angry Birds copyright holder <laughs> being able to <laughs> fool some fucking idiot into giving him a lot of money and more power to him. I mean, him. full credit to the Angry Birds team. Yeah, that is something yeah. that should never have yeah. been. That's, <laughs> that's far too much juice to squeeze from the lemon that is Angry Birds. Um, there's a trampoline universe. Okay. Within Angry Birds World. I think I've looked enough at Ang- Angry Birds. All right. Okay. All right. What else is there to do in Qatar? There, oh, there are some World Cup stadia. Uh, is Qatar good for cyclists? Apparently, it has the longest continual path in the Guinness in, Book of World again, Records. So there you go. Let's reiterate in 45 degrees heat. Yes. And presumably, it's a straight line. Mm-hmm. And, and the signs just say, ride this way to exit <laughs> Qatar. And so people just keep going. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, they've got a few things where they've, they've paid incredibly, you know, famous architects to build museums and things. But I don't know that it's uh, terribly exciting. What are the most exciting... It says here, what are the best things to do in Qatar for, for couples? Um, we have many exquisite restaurants, including Nobu. Mm-hmm. People will all also enjoy the cultural village, Doha, Corniche, Inland Sea and Mall. You know who, who won't enjoy those things? Sammy, same-sex couples. Yeah, or actually, even uh, even um, uh, male female couples 
who decide to kiss each other in public out of love for one another, because that's also not allowed. Public displays of affection are frowned upon. Uh, same-sex couples can get fucked, basically. Um, yeah, so, no, it's, it's, it's going to be amazing. I'm so glad that the FIFA World Cup decided, the FIFA organization decided that this is who gets the World Cup, which, by the way, Qatar, I think, already lost their first match. So, you know. Oh, yes, I mean, of course they did. Yeah. So, <laughs> by the way, I'm not making this up. Uh, on visitqatar.com, mm. the f- guess what it is? Guess what it lists under? Under guess what it lists under? What are the most important oh things to know about Qatar? Uh, is it? Uh, There's one. There is only one point. Is it? Uh, don't be gay. <laughs> Pretty much, Qatar is a Muslim country, and visitors are encouraged to dress modestly. So it's fucking hot, and you've still got <laughs> yeah, to wear yeah, layers, yeah, 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 basically. Yeah, yeah. All right, great. Um, I am so glad that this is a place that all of a sudden I'm being berated. Uh, my, because that's the thing that annoys me, is the whole co-opting of anti-racist language. You know, you'll say things like, people say things like, hey, don't be racist. But you can also say things like, hey, don't have a com- country built on an entire slave economy um, and not expect to be called racist for saying that. Now, I have said many racist things today on the podcast. I'll cop to those. But my criticisms of Qatar as a as a place, you know, that employs slavery, that's not racism. That's just fact. And people talk a lot about modern slavery. Um, this is not even modern. And, this and is old school. Yes. This is traditional slavery. <laughs> yes, it is. But actually, it's not. For, and but But here's the thing about it. I mean, full credit to the amazing job that Qatar has done in convincing the entire world to hold its nose mm-hmm. and to simply ignore the obvious fact. Because you would ask most people, you'd think that most people, if if it came up at a dinner party or something, or if their kid said, you know, Daddy, what's a slave? <laughs> they would say that it was a bad thing to have slaves. And yet it's just, it's been so magnificently easy to simply ignore the, the reality of what's happened, just at every single venue at this, at this World Cup and pretty much every building in the entire of of Qatar that's recent, has been built by slaves, yeah. by actual slaves. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I find really fascinating about all of this is in the end, the World Cup would finish. Some team will win from mm. kicking a ball better than another team. And then we'll all mm. move on into whatever next fucking disaster, um, you know, is FIFA decides to give it to next to, like Russia or whoever. And um, this has now just been normalized. But at least people get to watch a ball being kicked around. I don't get it. I don't understand it at all. I, I'm not a sports person. I didn't even care about the, the T20 World Cup. I definitely would not care about this. I have to correct you, Sammy. Um, most of us will, will move on. Mm. Six and a half thousand of us yes. will never move again. Very true. That is very true. Indeed. Well, given that Australia lost this morning uh, 4-1 to France and our chances of getting oh, in the World no Cup idea. are extremely limited, <laughs> uh, are extremely limited. I'm happy to, to go with you. I, I, you know, forget Qatar. Unless we somehow win, in which case, you know what? Those Qataris, they do things about conventionally, Sammy, but they get results. Their methods may be unusual. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. If the Socceroos end up making it in, a lot of people will then question their commitment to the boycott. I know. I, however, will hold strong and hold fast. And if anyone wants to join me in the boycott, come to my Twitter and watch me just rant every day against Qataris. <laughs> You're an amazing freedom fighter, Sammy. Thank you for joining us. Our gear is from Road. We're part of the iCast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.